everything happens for a reason, folks. And I'm starting to believe that. Not because of some religious revelation that I've had, but because I got a client at a bar on Saturday, and it was awesome. Let me explain to you. So I've been going on Broker's Caravan every Tuesday now because I'm super motivated because it's the new year. It's January. And because the calendar changed, I decided to start trying. And guess what? It's working. I'm starting to do my homework. I'm going, not my actual homework, but homework on properties. I'm going to Caravan every Tuesday. For those of you that don't know, it's uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Broker's Caravan. You go with an agent in your office or by yourself if you're a loser. And you go check out listings. And you preview it for your client. You check out certain neighborhoods just to get an idea of for what the market is. I always try to see a house that's completely out of any of my client's budget just so I have like a talking point, like, you know, a 20,000 square foot mansion that's completely bananas just so I could say, hey, I saw that. And so I have something to talk about other than, you know, how is the market doing? Instead of me saying, oh, there's, you know, there's a softening, but it's starting to pick up or, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's not what it was a year ago, but it's not what it wasn't too that. You know, I just, I, I'm so sick of saying that shit because I just, I, I like talking about specific houses. People like hearing about houses. So it's helped so much. So last Tuesday, I'm going around with this girl in my office who's great because she's more knowledgeable than I am. And she's just educating me on all of the areas that we drive in. And it's, it's been so helpful. So on last Tuesday, she's like, let's go check out this one bed, one bath condo in Santa Monica for $565,000. And it's like 800 square feet, $565,000, 800 square feet. For those of you not in Los Angeles, your jaw is probably dropping to the floor. For those of you in LA, you're probably saying it's only $565,000. So yeah, anyway. Um, I go check it out. Don't think twice about it, but I'm like, Hey, that's good knowledge. I haven't ever looked at one bed, one bath. Don't have a client looking for that. Saturday night, my friends and I, after U of A beat the shit out of UCLA and college basketball, which was awesome. We go to the bungalow Fairmont hotel bar in Santa Monica, which is one of the coolest bars in the world. It's right on the beach. Um, hottest human beings on the face of the earth there. So we go there. And I see this guy that I haven't seen in about two or three months. And he starts talking to me. He's like, oh, hey, you're a realtor, right? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he said, I'm looking at a one bed, one bath. I actually saw this place the other day in Santa Monica on Franklin Street. And we say it in unison. And our eyes are popping out of our sockets. And it's like we're, it's like we're having sex. It was unbelievable. We knew the same condo that he was talking about. And it was such a rewarding feeling to see the, the just wheels turning in his head being like, oh shit, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's actually seen the place that I've seen. And then I started talking about the HOAs and how this, this unit is paying $25 more because it's got in-unit laundry, but that's extremely beneficial. And if he doesn't want that, he doesn't have to have it. And anyways, it was just, it was, we were vibing. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? If I didn't go to that house on Tuesday and I decided to not get shit-faced with my friends on Saturday, I wouldn't have a new client today. So in that sense, I've come to the conclusion that everything happens for a reason. So I've been going on Caravan because now I'm motivated. I've been going to the gym a lot, um, which has been great. I'm 
working out three or four times a week doing chest pretty much because I feel like that's all, you know, girls care about is chest and abs. And I'm not going to lift legs anymore, even though I know supposedly rumor has it that it improves testosterone and your overall health everywhere. But I'll believe it when I see it. I lift legs for like a year and nothing happened. I've been lifting for like years and I've just maintained pretty much the same exact body weight and I look exactly the same. Uh, but I got a big chest. It seems like I have like two cheeseburgers stapled right above my stomach because I'll, all I do is bench press and fly machine. So speaking of fly machine, I'm sitting on the fly machine a couple days ago and I work at this gym in Santa Monica that is just packed with very attractive male and females, males and females, guys and girls. And I'm working out across from this girl that's doing that kind of hip thrust exercise where it looks like she's humping the air, but she's working on her hip flexors and lower abs. She's got her feet stapled to the floor. Second time I use the word stapled on this podcast. She's got her feet pinned to the floor and she's thrusting her hips towards the sky. And I look to the left and this guy who was like the definition of post-frat, out of fresh out of college, master douche king. He's wearing high socks, low shorts, so he could cover up as much as his legs as possible because he's got toothpick legs. I do the same thing. I got toothpick legs. I don't want people to know that if they kick me in the shins that I'm my leg's going to snap in half. So he's doing that. I'm doing that. But he's got a hat on. It's a trucker's hat, and it's hanging off the side of his head. Like he's one of those characters from The Hills Have Eyes. Like he's got a lump in his head. And somehow, I don't know how, but his hat was hanging off the side of his head. He wasn't wearing forwards, sideways, or backwards. It was literally just perched on his head. Like if you would have just like touched him, it would have fell off. So we're both looking at this girl. And then I start looking at him because he's completely undressing her with his eyes. And it was just creepy. And he starts meandering towards her. And I'm like, oh God, what is this guy going to say? Is he going to talk to her? Please don't interrupt her. And he does. And he crouches down next to her and she has to take out her headphones. And she's like, uh, yeah, can I, can I help you? He's like, what are you training for? And she's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not training for anything. And he's like, oh, well, I'm training for blah, blah, blah. You know, Pilates, this Pilates, I don't know what the hell he was saying. And then they start talking for like five or six minutes. And then he whips out his phone. He whips out his phone and says, put your number in my phone. Let's grab drinks later. And she does it. And I'm just sitting there. I am absolutely shocked um, that this guy had the confidence to do that and that she she went along with it. And it just made me think to myself, if this just this douchebag, there's really no other word to describe it. I'm not trying to use profanities, but fuck it. Um, this douchebag could do that and hit on this absolutely gorgeous girl and get her number, then I could go up to people and tell them I'm a real estate agent. Not in the gym, per se. But it just kind of helped me put into perspective that your fear of rejection is really, really not that bad. And the anxiety you get from cold calls and door knocks and everything. It's like, what? Someone says no? Big big deal. Shake it off. Go on to the next one. So my, my new wave of motivation and me going on caravan led to a circumstance today that pissed me off probably a lot more than it should. So I go into this house with the girl that I've been going on caravan with, and there's not one, not two, not three, not four, but five listing agents standing there. Five of them 
on the same team representing the same property. I completely understand having other members of your team there if it's like a 10,000 square foot mansion and you want to make sure that people aren't walking off with your art or taking a bath or just taking advantage of the fact that it's an open house and that they're just hanging out there all day. But this is like a little 2,100 square foot. Granted, it was $2.5 million. Great listing. But it's just a little thing. And they got these these assholes standing there like they're members of Globo Gym from uh, Dodgeball. They're all just standing there with their arms crossed watching me sign in, just scanning around the room. And this, the listing agent who's very charismatic, let's just say um, – I don't mean anything about it. He was just charismatic. He was wild. And I'm walking around and I see these built-ins and he's like, Oh, what do you, what do you think of those? And I'm like, Oh, they're, they're nice. They're nice built-ins. I don't know. Like who, who, who did them? And the only reason I asked that is because he asked me what I thought about the built-ins. It's not like I'm actually going to know the contractor that did those. I mean, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I just, whatever. I wanted to continue the conversation and the guy jokingly says this architect he goes Dion Nutra built them and then I'm like oh nice and he goes I, hey man I, I'm kidding Dion Nutra didn't build those and I'm like oh okay like you know jokes on me I don't know who the fuck that is anybody anyway and then his four little assistant minions and by little they were six five they looked like Russian hockey players they're just standing there they all start laughing too like they all know who this this Dion Nutra architect guy is and then I turned to the girl that I'm with and I said, do you know who this guy is? And she says, yeah, I know who he is. He's one of the most famous architects in Los Angeles. And then I feel like an asshole. They're all being extremely condescending. And it's like, look, like who cares? You know about an architect that I don't know about. Like I'm not, you know, you probably don't know who broke Roger Maris's home run record in 1998 and by how many home runs, but I do. And I'm not rubbing that in your face. I understand it's completely irrelevant to the conversation and uh, topic of real estate, but still, it made me feel like shit, and I just wanted to rip their sign-in sheet in half, and I wanted to make the, the, the built-ins, I wanted to rip them out with my bare hands. So that pissed me off, but caravanning, <laughs> caravanning has been a great, great tool for my real estate practice, as if I'm a doctor, great tool for the real estate game. I highly recommend it, do your homework, and it, it's, it's just been really paying off. So that's the podcast this week. I, I want to do these once every couple of days. I like it just by myself, although I would like to keep interviewing people. If you got any crazy stories that happened to you in real estate, which I know you do, everybody's got at least five or six caravan confessions that they could tell on this podcast. If you liked it, please review it. Give it five stars. Throw me a comment on iTunes. Venmo me at the broke agent. Just Venmo me $5. I just I need to make a little bit more money, so just all take out your phones and just Venmo me 5 to $10. Um, also, if you or you know someone else that wants to get involved with the broke agent, whether it's advertising, you got a company you promote, or you could write, or you think you're funny, or you want to create some rival meme page and have a comedy battle with me, please do. Um, I'm at the broke agent on everything. Also, follow me on Snapchat. What a shameless plug I just did. Have a great week. Peace. Happy New Year, and may God be with you. I'm not, I, I don't know why I just said that. Peace.